0: 924 days ago, Colin Kaepernick played his last game in the NFL. He didn't retire. He wasn't banned for performance-enhancing drugs. He didn't violate the NFL's nebulous conduct policy. He wasn't arrested or charged with a crime. None of that. He simply had the nerve to have a silent, peaceful protest of police brutality and systemic injustice before each and every game, and it appears that doing so has cost him his entire career. The NFL season officially began this week, and after a lifetime of loving the game, I am continuing my own personal boycott. Today I'm going to tell you why. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. get a chance to talk about it a lot, but I am a huge sports fan and have been my whole life. Doesn't matter if it's basketball, baseball, football, soccer, MMA, wrestling, golf, tennis, the Olympics. Hell, I watch the strongman competitions, you name it, and I've been watching it forever. From the early 1980s until just about three years ago, I watched the NFL religiously. I used to have the NFL Sunday ticket where I could watch multiple games at the same time. My family and I used to throw huge Super Bowl parties every year, and I loved those parties. I loved the game. I loved the competition. I loved the strategy behind it. But I must admit that I loved it and watched it religiously for nearly 30 years without truly knowing how conservative and cowardly the owners of the teams were. I watched it religiously for nearly 30 years without knowing that it was giving the players brain damage. And I watched it religiously for nearly 30 years without having any idea that this league would eventually ban a player and effectively steal his career because he peacefully, silently protested injustice in America. And as much as I'd love to be watching the games this weekend, I just can't do it. I just can't bring myself to support a league or a business that has done what this league has done to Colin Kaepernick. Let me break it down. Break it down. Not a single NFL expert believes that Colin Kaepernick has ever been denied a job was denied even a tryout, has been denied even a single contract offer. Not a single NFL expert believes that any of this has happened to Colin Kaepernick because he can't play football. Of the nearly 100 quarterbacks in the league last season, only 10 have had a winning record in the playoffs. Colin Kaepernick is 4-2 as a starting quarterback in the NFL playoffs. He took his team to the Super Bowl, set records on the way 55 quarterbacks in the NFL right now have never even started a single game in the playoffs in his career Colin Kaepernick has 72 touchdowns and just 30 interceptions which is one of the best touchdown to interception ratios in NFL history the man doesn't have lingering injuries he is healthy and strong and vibrant and alert and ready to play Now, in a confidential survey of defensive players in the NFL, these are the men whose job it is to tackle and intercept and stop Colin Kaepernick's offense. In a confidential survey of these players, 95% of them said it's ridiculous that he's not in the league right now. And many of them flat out named the starting quarterbacks that he should replace. And here's how bad it is. Marco Rubio, yes, yes. That Marco Rubio, the Republican senator from Florida, said yesterday that Colin Kaepernick should be in the NFL and that it's not for football reasons that he's being denied a shot. That's where we are right now, where Republican senators are looking at the two teams in Florida that are struggling, the Jaguars and the Dolphins. One of them, quarterback, had a had a serious clavicle injury, had his clavicle fractured and will be out for eight to 10 weeks, and that team could desperately use Colin Kaepernick. And when TMZ caught up with Marco Rubio, Rubio literally said, yeah, it's not for football reasons that he's not playing right now. And that's where we are, where Marco Rubio sees the truth. And for me, and I'm not leading a boycott, but for me, I can't support a league or a product or a company that openly, brazenly, publicly steals a man's career because he took a quiet, peaceful stance against police brutality and injustice in America. And I don't want to hear that if a team signs him, it's going to hurt the marketability of that team. His jersey was the number one selling jersey in the league for months. He's popular. He's a hero to millions of people. And the truth is that Colin Kaepernick would make many deeply irrelevant teams who aren't selling any jerseys or merchandise or held tickets for that matter. He'd put many of these teams back on the map. But here's what I know. This is what happens in a league where black men are 70% of the players taking 100% of the risk, but white men own every team but one, while black athletes put their bodies and brains on the line day in and day out. White men, primarily Trump supporters, reap the majority of profits from the NFL while taking next to no risk. And the older I get, the more I care about where my dollars go. The older I get, the more I care about the social responsibility of the companies and brands that I support. And here's the deal. These companies and brands are going to march forward even if I boycott. I understand that. Even if I pick and choose, they're still going to march forward, but it doesn't mean that they have to do it with my dollars or my support. And I get to have every day the peace of mind of knowing that I'm not funding my own oppression. Many corporations, including teams in the NFL, are getting people rich who then go and give that money to campaigns and causes and corporations that are holding us back. And for me, I don't want any part of it. So on Sundays or on Monday Night Football, now they have Thursday Night Football, during the game days, I'm just going to be hanging out with my family. Break it down. Thank you all for making it all the way through this episode of The Breakdown. If you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, we'll be right back here every single weekday, breaking down important news stories and issues. And we'd love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast apps like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please share this podcast with your friends and family, because our next big goal is to get to 100,000 subscribers and we're just not going to get there without you. Of course, thank you so much to the nearly 30,000 founding members of the North Star, whose generosity even makes this podcast possible. We love you all and appreciate you so very much. And if you love this podcast and you want to support our work, or you want to see the show notes and transcripts for each episode, we'd love it if you'd consider becoming a founding member of our community. You can do that right now at Northstar.com There we not only have all of our podcasts, but hundreds of original articles and stories and commentaries from some of the leading scholars and thinkers and journalists in the world. Lastly, I want to give a shout out to our associate producer, Lissandra, and our podcasting director and senior producer, Willis, for their hard work on this and every episode. Take care, everybody.